Welcome, welcome to Donnie's Podcast, episode four. Um, I want to give a big shout out to my growing fan base of three people. <laughs> I just want to give you guys uh, thanks and appreciation uh, for, you know, listening to me in the very beginning. I promise things are going to get great, greater as we go go along, as we move forward. Um, I'm just going to jump right into it. Uh, I hate this fucking weather. Uh, it is snow, rain, and a mixture of cold air, which equals a big fuck you. Uh, not feeling it at all. Um, and I think when it snows just a little bit, people forget how to drive. That's where we're at. Um, (laughs) it really fucking sucks. But anyway, uh, some things today I was thinking about as I was, uh, driving to work, um... I want to talk about the black community, and this is no offense to my uh, listeners that are not black. Believe me, I'm not a bigot or anything like that. Uh, me being a black man, you know, there's some things that I've noticed, and I, I want to just let you know my people you know, know so that they could be aware. So uh, this is probably something I should have talked about before the midterms, but it's on my mind. So as you know, when you tune into my podcast, I talk about whatever is on my mind. I don't hold nothing back. So that's what it is, right? Uh, The midterms just went by. Uh, This happens all the time. You see commercials being ran, uh, especially trying to, you know, uh, appeal to the black community. Get out and vote. They'll use celebrities, you know, black celebrities to, you know, tell, you know, black people to go vote. Go vote, go vote, go vote, go vote. Right? Now, This is what I find, you know, appalling, right? Black people have voted for years, centuries. Doesn't fucking matter who we vote for. We get out and vote, right? Uh, Most of the time, black people are supporting the Democrats, right? They usually have that on lock, right? Like I said in my podcast yesterday, I'm not sure why. I'm not sure what happened. But, I mean, and once again, this is my podcast. I don't do research because I'm just speaking to you like I would be speaking to anybody, right? Um, And Hey, if I inspire you to go do some research, please do. There's nothing wrong with that. 
I just feel like my show, it comes from the heart. So whatever I'm saying, it's coming from the heart, right? Everyone's entitled to their own opinion, and it doesn't matter if I did a thousand hours worth of research. Someone could say, you know what, fuck that guy. I don't give a fuck what he researched, right? So I'm not going to do that. But what I will say, what I do know, um, when uh, African-American slaves were able, when they were able to vote, they voted Republican, and there's been a big shift, right? No one ever speaks about that. Uh, But like I said, I challenged my listeners yesterday to actually go look up what the definition is of a Republican and go look up what the definition is of a Democrat and see what you are by definition, right? And then you'll probably have a different understanding of how things work in this country, right? But back to vote. I get it. It's part of the process. We have been allowed to be a part of the process. Gotcha. My thing is, when we vote, why, time after time, we think anything is going to change for us? Nothing changes for us when we vote. You want to know why nothing changes for us when we vote? Because we don't go through the whole process, right? Let me explain. Barack Obama became president, right? His first term, he was saying, and you can do your own research, that he was against gay marriage, right? Because at that time, uh, the homosexual community, right? And, and I don't, is, is it the LGBT? I'm probably going to get it wrong, so that's why I say homosexual community, right? And I'm, I have nothing against anyone's lifestyle, right? Uh, so he said he was against gay marriage, all right? Fast forward to his second term, okay? Now, this is just my observation. I wonder what made him change his mind. Let me put it in perspective. Do you think if all of the uh, gay community came together and was like, we're not going to vote, you think that would have stopped him from winning? I think not. I think this was the process. They got together as a collective and they said, okay, we want gay marriage to be legal. That is the agenda. What are we willing to do? I'm pretty sure it was some people that were like, hey, let's protest. And then somebody was probably like, that bullshit doesn't work. Then it had to be a group of people that was like, you know what? Hmm. What are lobbyists? What do they do, really, right? They have agendas, 
and they support their agenda with money. So that's what they did. I'm pretty sure that's what they did. They put together their agenda, right? And they finance their agenda and they execute it. And then they voted. You see? America is ran like a business. From the top to the bottom is ran like a business. That's why whether you're white or black, fucked up shit happens to you. That's why there's a, a lower class and there's a upper class. There's no middle class. That's just done, been done, it's over with. You either have it or you don't, right? But this is why in the black community, our voices don't get heard, right? Because we don't complete the process. If we get together, create an agenda, put finances behind that agenda so that we can actually be heard and actually sit down at the, the table of the powers that be, then it's a different process. Then we vote. Then we have someone in there that is obligated to do what we requested them to do, what they agreed to do for us. But what we're good at is marching, protesting, shit like that. Never really putting any money behind what we want. So therefore, nothing happens for us. That's why you have people saying, oh, your vote doesn't count. They're right, but they don't know why they're right. They think it's some uh, Illuminati shit, you know, whatever. They think it's some other shit. But it's a process. And if you understand how America works, you'll understand that money talks, bullshit walks, right? I'm sure you have heard this before. It's nothing new under the sun. And the only way that we can come together like that and finance our agenda is by sticking together. And that's something that we don't do as a collective. Right? Gay people stick together. White people stick together. Latinos stick together. Black people do not stick together. Now, there's a million and one reasons why we don't, right? And I can point out a few, one being slavery. You know, they put young against old, light against dark. You know, the house nigga and the field nigga. You know, that kind of bullshit. And that shit is still prevalent to this day. Don't ask me why, but it's still here. Look at the rap community. The young niggas don't like the old niggas. Why? 
right? <laughs> the young uh, R&B singing niggas don't like the old R&B singing niggas. Why is that? <laughs> right? It, it is some weird shit, right? But this is what it is. So, we can't come together as a people. That's one. That's why I vote will never count, right? Because we can't do the simple thing, right? Forget talking about the finances. The simplest thing would be we would all be in agreement to say, hey, this is fucked up. On a whole, you know, like scale, like, you know, we all come together and we say this is fucked up. Not that there's some magical, you know, meeting place that white people go to, uh, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> when something's not right for them, they all agree. You know what I'm saying? There isn't, well, I'm going to agree to something else not being right. Fuck what y'all talking about that ain't right. That's what we do in our community, right? We don't just say, you know what, let's focus on this. We all agree we're being treated unfairly. Let's stick to that, right? So we can't come together. That's the biggest problem. Then there's the financial support. Now, I'm going to lay out a few things. I'm going to jump around a little. If you're tuned in to my first three podcasts, you know that that's what I do. My podcast works just like my brain Hey, I'm sorry. That's what happens. I jump from topic to topic, but this is what's on my mind. So this is the next thing. Support. Financial support. All right. So my brother and I, uh, he started a, a clothing brand called Greedy Ghost, right? I help out as much as I can. Big supporter. Great stuff, right? So, with that being said, okay, he has not really been able to get support from the black community unless he's willing to sell his merchandise at a discount price, right? That's the only way he'll get support. And any time someone that looks like him, another black person, is interested in buying a piece, they always want to say, hey, you know, hook me up. You know? Like, yeah, because I'm doing you a favor by buying your stuff. What? The fuck is that? Now, <laughs> when we go into, I don't know, the Gucci store, you know, <laughs> the Louis Vuitton store, you know, some shit like that, Tiffany, you know, Whatever fucking high-end designer store you go into, you never hear motherfuckers say that 
when they in there. They spend hundreds, thousands of dollars proudly in those stores. Motherfuckers commit crimes in order to wear that shit. And you never hear a motherfucker say, I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> it's like these motherfuckers throw $1,000 on a, a, a tag that said $1,000 on the shirt, price tag say $1,000 in the, in the tag inside say Versace. Oh, huh, I gotta have it. And it only took them $2 to make. But hey, it says Versace, right? We're caught up in um, a white man's name. You know what I'm saying? That we need to have on our bodies, right? Makes perfect sense. But your brother, who's out here trying to get on that stage, you'll look him dead in his face. Oh, I'm doing you a favor, my man. So you need to let me get like two shirts for the, you talking about one shirt for the 60, let me get two for the 40, right? Like, what? It's crazy, right? And it doesn't matter. You could try to be professional, get a storefront, you know, be as professional as possible. And they will still say, can you hook me up? That is amazing. Now, that's just one end of it that I know. Maybe some of my listeners probably know about some other fuck shit when it comes to supporting uh, the black dollar, right? Uh, hmm, how about this? How about the beauty supply stores? What I never understood, how is it that someone of another race can open up a store that is supposedly for black women and it be successful. Hmm. Ask yourself this. When you're in a predominantly white neighborhood, do you see a beauty supply store? <laughs> yeah. Think about that. Nope. The only thing that I could think of is Sally's. Yeah, and they sell products for white people that black people could use if you don't know how your, your body works, right? Weird, right? You go to a predominantly white area, and you're, there's not going to be a lot of beauty supply stores, I can guarantee you, if there's any. Something weird about that. But anyway, how could you go to a store that is being ran by someone who doesn't look like you? Right? And these products are for you. So, that's letting you know right now that 
the products that they buy, they are not doing any fucking research. None of that shit. They like, oh, these black girls spend money on here. Let's make sure we have a lot of here and a lot of other fuck shit that might be fucking up there here in our store. They're going to buy it. Simple as that. So that's why you can have uh, two, three beauty supply stores uh, uh, in one block. Like, what the fuck? That doesn't make any sense. And they they will have, listen, on one block for like seven miles, it'll be a beauty supply store here, beauty supply store here, beauty supply store there, one here. And most of those owners, right, 95% of those owners within that mile will be non-black. Hmm. Why is that? Don't fucking know, but they're open and they're able to make money in our community. Hmm. So that's not controlling the black dollar at all. Now, right, think about this shit. Uh, how is it you can go into a nail shop and it's being ran by nine black people? And the customer service is fucked up on all levels of the game. It's just horrible customer service. They don't even speak English. You don't know what the fuck they saying. Them fucking tubs where you put your feet in probably don't even be fucking clean. Right? They probably just wipe that shit out with a paper towel or whatever the fuck. Stay packed black girl decides to open up a nail shop it don't stay open for long why is it because she's unprofessional I don't know cause the motherfuckers be in there cursing y'all out talking big shit about y'all that's unprofessional uh cause this is America and if you travel outside like if you went to China and said you was gonna live in China and run a business in China, you would have to know how to speak Chinese. And isn't that crazy? You think as a black person you can go to China and open up a business there? And I don't I don't think that'll work either. But anyway, it her shop would be closed in a year. A lot of a lot of black girls try to give it that that one two college try and, you know, open up some shit like that and it don't last long. Don't know why. But these nail shops, this some nail shops been around since I was a little, little boy. They still open, still busy, packed. They just you know that black women love to get their nails done. But hey, I don't know what it is, right? So, with those examples that I just gave, what I'm trying to say is we don't know how to control the black dollar, right? We don't know how to do it. It's almost impossible. When people are talking about uh, boycotting, right? We're going to boycott Black Friday, you know? We're going to boycott that. That's not controlling the black dollar. That's just putting some shit on pause. 
That's basically what you're doing. Uh, they know that you're not going to do it forever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they know that you're not going to do it for the whole day. But, you know, they're just like, yeah, things will pick back up. Nothing to worry about. Uh, that's really not controlling the black dollar. Controlling the black dollar is supporting black businesses. Right? That's how you control the black dollar. Right? And what's crazy, I brought this up yesterday and it ties into this today. I know it's hard. I know it's hard, you know, to do. But we don't have, and this is my opinion, we don't have an imagination. Black people do not imagine shit. Right? What I mean is, think about it. As a collective, we all talk about getting money. We listen to what we may think is inspirational that's gonna, you know, motivate us to get money. Right? If you look at most of the black owned businesses in your neighborhood, what are they? A car wash, a beauty salon store, a not beauty salon store, uh, a beauty salon, a barber shop, a daycare. I can see about just driving down my block, like the main street, it's about five daycares, right? And that's not even going on the other side. But it's, it's daycares, right? Uh, it's a mom and pop like fish fryer place, you know? Some shit like that. You don't never hear about our clothing store, right? That's selling like, you know, nah, not really. Because them, them Arabs be having no clothing stores. Yeah. Yeah, them Arabs be having no clothing stores. What I mean by we don't have a, a, a imagination is we don't think of other ways to make money. Right? We don't think to say, you know what? Fuck trying to, you know, open up a, 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 a lounge or some shit like that. What's missing from our neighborhood? If you cruise around, you know, a predominantly white neighborhood and you see some of the businesses that they have and how it's not repeat businesses, like it's not copycat businesses, you'll be like, fuck, how come we don't have that in our neighborhood? You want to know why? Because we don't have any fucking imagination. We don't think outside the box. We don't say hey, let me fucking put a, a ice cream shop here, a black-owned ice cream shop. That's fucking different, right? Or, or let me, you know what? Let me try to put, like, a black-owned, like, uh, arcade room. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just, just thinking off the, the top here, but 
it's always the same shit. And that's why black businesses that are opened up don't last. Because it'd be like the same shit. Like, how many barbershops you need on one fucking block, bruh? Like, listen, man, I've been in some predominantly white neighborhoods, and you don't have that. You know what I'm saying? It'll be a supercuts over here, and then like 10 miles over, it'll be another supercuts or some other shit. What I'm saying is, th- there's no lack of barbershops in the black community, there's no lack of uh, beauty salons in the black community, right? Let's get out there and do something different. Uh, I'm not a stats guy, right? But studies show that there are more black women getting degrees than black men. All right, what kind of fucking degrees are they getting? You see what I'm saying? Like, are we doing, is it all in, is it degrees in communication? Right? Degrees in a business administration. Like, what are they getting their degrees in? If you're telling me it's 100 black women and 98 of them all have degrees in fucking communications and fuck like, business administration, man, they're going to fuck around and be retail store managers. We uh, give out that kind of information and make it seem like we're moving forward as a people when we're not. Because that shit ain't helping us. We need people to think outside the box. Use your fucking imagination. Right? Or how about we say, you know what? Fuck having all these other people open up these beer supply stores. Fuck supporting them. I'm not going to go to them. I'm going to go to Strawberry's beer supply store and I'm going to support Strawberry. I don't want no discount. I'm going to pay the same amount of money I was giving those other people. Right? Or you know what? Man, that nigga over there, his clothes look good. You know what? I'm going to support his brand. You know? Uh, Greedy Ghost, preferably. Uh, I'm going to support his brand and I'm going to pay full price. If it ain't no sale on it, I'm not finna ask him to take 30, 50% off because I don't go in the Gucci store and tell them, take 30% off. You know, if I want to sell on Gucci, I go to their outlet, right? Or I go to Nordstrom's, or Nordstrom's Rack or some shit like that. You don't support your own people. That's why we don't have control of the black dollar. And that's why when we don't know how to complete the voting process. That is our issue. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not hard to say I'm going to support my own. Hey man, I've been here in Chicago all my life, right? But I've been places, you know, in the world, in the United States of America, I've been places, right? I have yet to see, and it, they probably had something like this when segregation was legal. I have yet to see, with my own eyes, a black-owned uh, grocery store. 
Not a little corner store, you know what I mean, where the shit's dusty, but like, show me a black-owned grocery store that's like Jules. Never seen one. Right? Let me ask you this. And I'm not challenging nobody. I'm not. I just want to throw this out there so people to think. So, Dwayne Wade, he's from Robbins, Illinois. Right? Very poor environment. Very poor. My question is, he decided to do some housing program, if I'm not mistaken. Him and his mom or some, something like that. Let me ask you this. What would make more sense for him to do? A housing program? Or say, you know what? I know uh, this area doesn't have a grocery store. Right? They don't have a grocery store in Robbins, Illinois. Right? I'm going to open up a grocery store. Right? It's going to be the first black-owned grocery store. We're going to call it Wade's Groceries. And I'm going to hire the teenagers in that neighborhood. Right? So now you have a grocery store that is on the same level as a Jules. Or let's, let's, matter of fact, fuck that. Same level as a fucking Whole Foods. Trader Joe's or some shit, right? And you hire the black teens in the community. Whoa. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> that community, that Robbins, Robbins, Illinois, that community is showing change. Because guess what? The Wayne Way just didn't Say I'm finna do a housing program and I'm gonna put a couple of people in some, you know, houses, you know, hopefully they can uh, afford it, you know, after I help them out the first few times, you know, whatever campaign, you know, I, I, I'm saying we're gonna do whatever bullshit. But man, Mr. Dwayne Wade opened up a, a grocery store, you know, something to the same nature as Whole Foods in the black community? Whoa! Whoa, so now these people that live in Robbins, they ain't got to go two towns over to go grocery shopping, right, to get good food. They can shop in the area. So now what does that do, Mr. Wade? That helps that community. That's how you keep the black dollars circulating in that community. And then you are hiring people from that community. So guess what? Man, you know what? Other investors, other black people want to come to that community and say, man, maybe we could put a mall right here, all this empty space, because this grocery store is doing real good. Who would have thought that this grocery store would do good in this community and the prices are the same as, you know, Food. What? What? Let's put a let's put not a high-end mall there, but you know what? 
Matter of fact, let's put a, a high-end mall here. You know what? Because guess what? Black people are traveling to high-end malls outside of their neighborhood to shop. You know what? Let's try it. What? So now it's more jobs in the community? Oh my goodness. Now, now, the mayor, you know, of that little town, I don't stay in that area. Now the mayor is like, whoa, we are receiving, you know, some, some, some income over here. Now, you know what? Man, these houses that are dilapidated, that are that no one can live in, let's do something about it. Hey, if we can't fix it up, a business could go there. They can use that, you know, and that's another place for someone to be working. But that'll never happen because, once again... Black people don't think outside the box. There's always some food drive and all this talk of community centers for the youth. That shit, I don't know if it helps. I just never heard of it ever helping, right? Because, hey, do you know anybody that likes to play all day? I don't. That's all I'm saying. Uh, It's just really frustrating as a black male to see that we don't know how to think outside the box. We don't know how to use our imagination. And it's it's sad. You know what I'm saying? It's just really sad. Uh, But in my opinion, uh, this is why we don't receive any political support. That's just my opinion. I mean, you can do your own research and see if what I'm saying is all bullshit, but this is why we don't know how to stick together and we don't know how to control the black dollar, right? And we don't have a fucking imagination. That's all I'm saying. Uh, So we can complain, we can march, we can protest, we can do all that shit, and it's going to mean nothing. Uh, Hey... Not trying to discredit uh, Minister Farrakhan, you know, that's an elder. So I will never speak bad about that man. Is there some things that he, he speaks about that don't make sense to me? Yes. Do I believe in the, the movement? No. Because uh, I have my own theories about Islam. Uh, I have my own theories about Christianity. I don't subscribe to any of those religions, right? Uh, But that's me, and that's my opinion. But I will never knock an elder who's been through something, you know, who's seen some shit. That man has seen some shit. So I won't knock him. But I will say, the Million Man March, what did that accomplish? Nothing, right? Nothing. I think it, it made a, a, a more of a gap, you know, between young and old. Because, I don't know, man, it's like a certain energy 
that older black people give off. Where for me, for me personally, I ain't feeling that shit. And it's probably a lot of other people out there, you know, black people that feel the same way. But it's a certain energy that, that older black people give, older black men really, you know, that give off. And it's just like, oh man, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, but whatever. But that didn't accomplish nothing because look where we are today, right? That was supposed to be like a big impact, right? To get a million black people, black men together, didn't accomplish shit. You wanna know why? Wasn't no money behind that. Wasn't no money behind that. That's all I'm saying. Them hotels made money, for sure. Them bus companies made money. Them plane companies made money. You know, you know, D.C., like, the vendors in D.C. made some money. But, nah, wasn't no money behind that for us as a people. That's all I'm saying, you know. But uh, look, look at Black Lives Matter. The other day, because ain't no money behind that. But listen to, listen to this, right? Hey, I've never supported nothing like that, never will. Because we, if it's something that has to do with importance, you don't give it no fucking title, no name. You, you just go out there and you, you, you do what needs to be done. But I'm grocery shopping. And fucking, you know, I eat Cheez-Its, man. Like any other human being. Uh, I'll flip to the back of the box. And the back of the box says, real cheese matters. Hmm. That's funny. <laughs> That's what they think about your movement. They have brought it down to real cheese matters. Yikes. If that doesn't say they can give two fucks about your movement, I don't know what you need. You know? And we as a community, a black community, we take we we don't give two fucks about our own movements that supposedly black people started. Because if you think about it, it went from Black Lives Matter. Once again, we're trying to cater to them. Right. They have never tried to cater to us. Reason being, they don't really give a fuck about us. Uh, Another reason is they don't feel they were wrong. Uh, they just feel like it's something that had to happen. And hmm, let's just say this. I think, and I really believe this, if there could be slaves now, I want to say they would be okay with it. Just throwing that out there, and this is not to say, hey, fuck white people, but... I will say they would probably agree with it and it would probably be like different. I don't think they would be like a hundred lashes kind of slavery, but they would agree to you being a slave at this moment in time. Guarantee it. But, uh, you know, back to Black Lives Matter, it it went from Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter to uh, all life matters. All life. All lives matter. To motherfuckers saying stripper lives matter. 
to uh, Hustler Lives Matter, shit like that, right? So once it start going to the the strippers' lives matter and the hustler life matter, and shit, it kind of lost its point. Now, shit, real cheese matters. So hey, if that isn't saying fuck your movement, I don't know what is, but no one takes us seriously because we don't put you know any finances behind these movements we'll talk about not buying gas for a day man that shit ain't gonna last motherfuckers gotta go buy some hair <laughs> motherfuckers gotta go try some uh buy some christian um what what, what christian batons or something whatever the fuck that's what motherfuckers gotta go buy some giuseppe's some some red bottoms you know what i'm saying that's how motherfuckers is living so eh, that strike shit doesn't last long at all but like i say i think that's in my humble opinion i think that's what's holding us back from a lot of shit man for real i really think that's what's holding us back those three things man uh we don't know how to come together uh we don't know how to control the black dollar for real. And we, shit, don't have any imagination. That's all I'm saying. We don't think outside the box. Maybe it's because we weren't allowed to think outside the box. I don't know. But we don't. And I'm pretty sure we could. But for some reason, nothing has sparked that light in us to do that, you know. Because uh, you can't, you can't, you can't blame the powers that be all the time. Some of the some, some of this shit is our fault, you know. But shit, we don't take accountability for shit. It ain't gonna get fixed. But I hope I was able to inspire somebody. I hope whoever's listening to this podcast will wake up tomorrow and say, you know what. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to support my people. I'm not going to ask for a discount. I'm not going to ask for a hookup. I'm not going to tell them I'm doing them a favor. I'm going to support my people like I support everybody else. And, hey, shit, do some research. I'm going to say it until somebody tell me. I know what the definition is, but I want y'all to go look up the definition of a Democrat and the definition of a, Repub- uh, of a Republican and see which one are you by definition. But uh, once again, thank you for tuning in to Donnie's Thoughts. And I'm sure when I'm on episode 100, I won't have to say, hey, my show is all over the place. It works like my mind. But until then, I'm going to keep saying it because when you tune in, I don't want you to be like, damn, this dude is going from topic to topic. What the fuck? Because that's not how my mind works. All right. <laughs> um, but thank you for tuning in. Uh, remember, each day is a different day. Right. Yesterday was in the books. Today is almost in the books. Tomorrow, fresh start. New beginning. Fuck that wait to the first day of the week shit. Nah, nah, nah. Every day you wake up, 
you have the opportunity to do something great. You have the opportunity to make today better than yesterday. Try it. Stay dangerous.